first official episode of this podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. And before I start this episode, I just want to talk about the season. Depending on where you're listening to the podcast on, it should I think it should show the season title. But if it doesn't, the whole season is about sex. Um, safe sex, types of sex, fetishes, anything that I can find and talk about under sex, I will try my best to do it in this season. So this episode is just me. I don't have any guests today. And I'm basically just going to be talking about what sex is, the orgasm gap and communication of needs, expectations and wants with your partner or various partners, you know, depending on what your situation is. So when we look at sex, I don't think there's like any proper standard definition for sex because sex is so objective. What can be sex to me might not be sex to person A, might not be sex to person B. So we're definitely going to have to look at it from the dictionary. You know how in secondary school when when they ask you like define this thing in your own words, like they don't want you to use the textbook. That's exactly what I feel like I'm doing. But anyways, um, the dictionary defines sex as sexual activity that involves sexual intercourse in reference to people. And I think it's very, very important for us to dive deeper and look at that sexual intercourse because it's going to lead into the next thing I'm going to talk about, which is the orgasm gap. So for sexual intercourse, the dictionary also defines that as sexual activity typically between a man and a woman that involves penetration and ends in ejaculation and semen so obviously we know that our society is very heteronormative but that's changing people are starting to realize that like not everybody subscribes to that view there's definitely still room for growth but like it's good to see the growth that we have currently like we currently have with the definition of sexual intercourse we can see that it's very like male dominated or male prioritized involves like semen ejaculation penetration and it doesn't really it doesn't even mention anything about the woman so it's basically what i perceive it as is like basically saying sex is for the man and it is done to the woman and i feel like that's something that overall we have been trying to kind of get people to stop thinking or stop having that mindset and the definition of sexual intercourse is definitely going to lead me into sexual scripts and the orgasm gap so with sexual scripts sexual scripts are basically how we expect the flow of events to go in a sexual situation and so many things can influence sexual scripts society can influence sexual scripts personal experience I personally think one of the biggest factors that influence sexual scripts is porn because at a very young age you're curious you find it then then you're thinking oh my god like is this how sex is and from a very very young age sex gives people bad sexual scripts it, it is a very false depiction of what sex is like like it makes it look flawless it makes it look like oh my god both of you are in heaven and that's not the case all the time and with the definition of sexual intercourse that's definitely going to lead me into sexual scripts and the orgasm gap 
and sexual scripts can be defined as like the flow of events in a sexual situation so so many things can influence sexual scripts like society personal experiences for me i think one of the main influences of sexual scripts is porn because at a very young age you find porn and you watch it and you're thinking oh my god is this what sex is supposed to be like is this how he's supposed to do it is this how she's supposed to do it is this what i'm supposed to look like is this what i'm supposed to sound like it influences so many things and it starts at a very very young age so you have people growing up with poor sexual scripts poor expectations they're growing up they're meeting people and they're carrying these expectations and scripts into their sexual lives and obviously it's not going to go that way because in reality that's not how sex works and that's going to bring us to the orgasm gap so when we look into the demographics of people that are having sex for heterosexual couples i don't mean couples in the sense that they're dating but like men and women from all the articles and studies i read on the orgasm gap it stated that 30 to 39 percent of women are having an orgasm during sex while it's 85 to 95 percent of men and i see it when i say 85 i only found one article that had 85 as the percentage of men that were having an orgasm and that was the lowest percentage i found it typically ranged from about 90 to 95 percent of men and if you compare this statistic for straight women um bisexual women are having an orgasm i think 65 percent of the time and for lesbian women it is 85 percent of the time so queer women are having orgasms two times more than straight women and i'm not even trying to throw shade at anybody but if you're listening and you're feeling attacked maybe you should go back and you know do some soul searching is your routine working for you but that aside though like it's crazy like for every three orgasms a man is having, a woman is having one, that shouldn't be happening. Because two people are having sex together, so why should one person come out more satisfied than the other person? It definitely has a lot to do with how prioritized the male orgasm is. Because you see articles like 10 ways to make him um, never forget your name, or 10 ways to please him in bed, 10 ways to make your blowjob more interesting, 10... ten so many 10 ways to do so many things to your man but when it comes to women you see five ways to make her fall in love with you 10 ways to make her feel like she's safe you you get my point like all these things on how to better sex are projected to women for men i hardly see them projected to men for women and it's crazy because it's two people that are having sex it's not only one person and I know I keep saying it, but it's the truth. Like, I just can't wrap my mind around how every three... Like, it's crazy. It, genuinely, it is crazy. And this is where communication comes in. Not a lot of people are communicating their needs, their wants, and their expectations when they're having sex. And that in itself blows my mind because our society is so promiscuous. Like, we're so... We have so much sexual content around us. I can't remember if it was a calvin klein or if it was a levi um ad like it, it was an ad on a building and it, i know it was advertising jeans and literally there were no jeans in sight i mean you could see 
the genes but that wasn't the main focus sex sells it sells in music it sells in movies it sells in ads it sells in sex sells everywhere so why do we have such a prudish line of communication when it comes to this sexual content that surrounds us on a daily if anything that should give us like more courage to say oh my god i don't want this i don't want that if you're seeing sex on a billboard you're seeing sex in front of you you're seeing sex on social media you're seeing sex on tv like then why is it such a hard thing to say to someone this isn't working for me i want it this way why is it such a hard thing to say oh this is sex like why can't we just openly talk about it and honestly i don't think i have like any solutions or any ways that like can reduce the way people talk about sex because I, I feel like people not all but definitely society still kind of makes sex a taboo subject that we're not really supposed to touch on in public it's not nice per se to be that vulgar and when that's something that has been put in your head over and over and over and over again it's not going to be easy to just come out and say oh like this is how I want this done or I don't like this or I want this or I want to try this and I feel like it's something everybody has to find for themselves everybody has to be able to break out of that shell and be like I have to communicate so that I can get what I want because truly truly if you don't like no one's going to know what you want unless you see it and it doesn't only work with sex works with simple things no one is going to know what you want unless you ask for it and the fact that no one's asking is giving people a lot of false confidence i wouldn't even say false confidence because false confidence is like oh i know i can't do something but i'm projecting to the world that i can people are literally walking around and saying things like oh my god i don't eat pussy because my dick is so good and you know some people can have that talent but that doesn't apply to anybody i mean everybody so why are people even that's like that aside i think that's so selfish i genuinely genuinely think that's so selfish and i'm being dead ass like nobody can convince me that a man that says to a woman oh my god i don't eat pussy is not selfish i nobody nobody can change my mind on it because it's like saying you know like you know that oh yes the best spot for me on my body is my clitoris and oral is the best way to help me achieve an orgasm or to like make me feel my best and you're saying to me looking in my face saying okay i know this is what is best for you but i can't do it but enjoy my dick too what like just spit in my face if that's what you're going to say to me and i'm not trying to say like oh some people that actually say oh yes my dick is bomb i'm not trying to say that they are wrong or they don't live up to their statements but not everybody can do that and like if you know this is going to help the person why not do it like that's just i personally feel like if you're not willing to help or help that person sex is give and take if you're not willing to help that person get to their destination you shouldn't be having sex and that's my personal personal opinion and i know some people are going to bring up the topic of oh hygiene like what if it smells or some people don't shave or some people this or some people that and like i said it all boils down to communication you have to communicate what you're comfortable with what you're not comfortable with if you're not comfortable going down on someone that's hairy then you have to say to the person 
oh personally i wouldn't like to go down on someone that's hairy if the person doesn't want to shave and you know that for for a fact like that's something that you don't want to do then you know that that's not your person if it's a matter of uh, the person has met your physical requirements in terms of shaving or whatever not and then you're like oh, okay could you just please go to the bathroom wash up before you come it's not a big deal i feel like some people need to learn how to not take that so personal because sometimes you have a long day some people like pussy with character some people like pussy that is fresh out of the bath you know you we have to compromise that's just give and take people like do you get like you can't just show up to someone's house and be like oh damn like this wasn't what i was expecting did you tell the person what you liked what you wanted what you preferred and as if as on the topic of this telling people what you want and what you like you also have to know that like you can tell someone what you want what you like what you prefer and that may not be their cup of tea and you also have to accept it you also have to decide is this something that i can overlook is this something i can't overlook me personally i do not like hairy people like i just don't like it i will not it's not in my vocabulary if it's there then i'll get up and go i it's something i'll tell i always tell people i'm like please shave because i don't want hair in my teeth i don't want i don't I, it's just uncomfortable for me and it's not something i can compromise on so if someone's not willing to do that for me then i know that well that shouldn't be the person i should be having sex with in the first place and it doesn't even have to be out of spite or anything it could just be we're simply not compatible what i can compromise on and what i can't is not in alignment with what the person can or can't compromise on a big part of communicating your preferences and your needs during sex actually happens during sex you know a lot of women give false encouragement and if you're listening to this podcast and you do it please stop for your sake if not for anybody for yourself especially if you're going to keep having sex with that same person why are you faking it like i know like it's not that easy to look someone in the eye and be like um yeah like you were not bad but you were not good like i get it is not good but for the sake of your pleasure like look you know even if you have to look away at least say say to the person oh this didn't work for me this time can we try it this way or i don't think i want to do this the next time i think i want to try this this next time that way like both of you it, it helps both of you you enjoy yourself the other person is learning you're learning ways to please each other and i don't think that can ever be a bad thing main thing is to stop faking stop faking your moans stop faking your orgasms stop faking everything women know men know if someone is not doing anything right like tell them if someone's doing something you don't like say it if it's too uncomfortable in the moment stop them or like give them a tap let them know oh this is the wrong direction or this is the wrong way if it's something that okay you can say oh yeah it's okay but maybe after the session i'll tell them i don't want it again then tell them after the session like there's no harm if someone if someone isn't willing to hear you out and literally hear you say oh we did this and it's not working for me i don't like it it's not comfortable for me and the person gets upset by that then i think you're better off going i'm being very honest you're better off just leaving and finding someone else to sleep with because for someone someone that won't accommodate you because you said this doesn't work for you that's not nice like that's selfish and that's something that sex should not be sex should never be a selfish act on the topic of selfishness i feel like this this is just my opinion but i don't know how 
I feel about one night stands. I personally wouldn't say I support them because with one night stands you don't necessarily like you don't get to learn much about the person in terms of their body and is like with the one night stand you just go there you're unprepared you don't know what you're expecting and that's for me i can't do that too that's something that i cannot do if i don't know what i'm expecting i can't go inside i always have to like vet people like figure out oh like where has this person been like what has this person been doing i have to keep myself safe if not for anybody i have to protect myself because nobody's going to protect me i don't even want to go too much into one night stands because that's not what like that's not one of the things i want to talk about today so back on communication remember to express yourself like you should be able to tell the person i want to try new things i want to drop these things that's very very important it's also very very important to be on equal standing in terms of pleasure like with the person you're sleeping with or with the people that you're sleeping with like nobody's orgasm should be more important than the other person or nobody's journey should be more important than another person's journey like that's not how it works like i said give and take before we end the episode is very very important for me to say sex requires participation in both parties like two of you or how many of you are having the sex have to participate for it to be enjoyable because i don't see a situation where one person is giving their all and someone is literally giving zero and the outcome will be pleasurable i don't think that that can like i don't think it can be possible and also very very important please everybody stay safe wrap it up take care of yourself because these streets out here they're rough and you know i'm seeing people in relationship and they're not testing themselves i'm like is it because you're in a relationship that you, you don't think you need to get tested everybody should go to the clinic it's very very important i know i mean it can be hard like a night is very difficult it, if I'm deciding to do that one, that's a headache. That's something that I know that is so stressful. But still, it's worth the time. It's worth the stress. Take your time out. Go and get yourself tested. Because you can be sleeping with one person. That one person may not just be sleeping with you. I'm not saying that everybody's cheating. But it's always good to check. So that way you, you can have peace of mind. Like I always say, a wrapped pain is the best pain. So that brings this episode to a close. And for the next episode, we're going to be talking about the types of sex and fetishes. I can't wait to introduce you guys to the next guest for this episode. So thank you guys for listening. That's the end of this episode. Remember, a wrapped pain is the best pain. So stay safe, communicate, and get your notes. This life is one, please. We can't be struggling.